Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park showing up every day even if you don't have anything to say and like just doing it mm-hmm. and the consistency and the discipline and the showing up for yourself is what is going to make you successful mm-hmm. in the career path that you're like going after Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. My name is Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome to our podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome to Illyria. We are in a weird, silly, goofy mood. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You bet. Um, The holidays are coming up. I just wrapped up work. I woke up to a text from Emily that made zero (laughs) sense. I'm also like sleep deprived because of this. I have a text from Emily that is five from five o'clock my time, meaning it's two a.m. my time, two a.m. her time. And you want to know what the topic is, gals? Sea urchins. (laughs) And I'm reading this text as I awake from my slumber. And I turn to Blaine and I'm like, what the actual (laughs) F is she trying to say to me? I I could not even understand. I prefaced, I know this is a late night thought. It is a a thought that I could not understand until midday. What did he say? He he was like, I think she's reaching. (laughs) Which okay, made me okay. die even more. Okay. 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 Let me, let me. Yes. Let's give the girls some context. Let me tell the gals what I'm thinking. Okay. Like I'm out of context. Okay. Right. So I saw this TikTok where there's a dude. I don't know if he's a scientist or what, but he's like collecting sea urchins off the coast of Hawaii. He's like scooping like, them up with a scooper yeah. thing. It's like a type of sea urchin. I think it's called like the kina or something. I don't really know the details. Regardless, they are an invasive species. I've been watching his videos like crazy. It's just very therapeutic, very ASMR-like. Uh, but they have to collect like all these like hundreds and hundreds of sea urchins because they are an invasive species that is literally like killing like the coral reefs and eating like all the kelp and the algae. So like the fish don't have anything to eat, right? So like, you know... It's either collect these sea urchins or just let the coral reefs go to shit. Yeah, because fish are friends, right? Yes. So (laughs) this is my whole – sure, I guess. I don't really know. (laughs) Here's my whole thing, right? And this is not – if you are a vegan, be a vegan. Don't fucking care. Don't force me to be a vegan, but don't fucking care. Here's my argument to veganism, though. (laughs) Here we go. Right, buckle so up. Like, buckle up, gals. All right. So, like, pe- like again, no shame if you're vegan. But, like, your your whole thing is, like, you know, don't kill animals, like, regardless of, like, what they are, right? Okay, but you're also usually about, like, save the fucking planet um, and save the ocean and save the creatures, right? So we had to cut these sea urchins in order to save the coral reefs and to save the food for fish, right? The fish cannot eat these urchins because they have all these spikes on them. The only way that they can be eaten is if they're cracked open and a fish doesn't have fucking thumbs to crack open a sea urchin. What? (laughs) Yeah. Right. And so we're collecting them and instead of collecting them and then 
throwing them away, wasting them. You can eat the meat that's in a, in sea urchins, and it's like um, uni that's on sushi. It's really fucking expensive, but like, it's really delectable um, on sushi. And so I'm like, vegans, what up? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like, does that does it not make sense? Like, at that point, you would you should be pro eating that meat because. Either you let it stay in the ocean, it overtakes on the on the floor of the ocean, our coral reefs are destroyed. I need to send this whole argument to my one of my best friends from college who is an actual marine biologist. Yeah, I'm being like, like what do you opinion. think? What do you think about this argument? What do you think about <laughs> this uh, viewpoint? No, of, it makes uh, sense because, I mean, what else are you going to do with sea urchins? Yeah. You know? And, like, yes, I know that other invasive species, like certain there's a certain frog that's an invasive species, and... I don't know any other. The lionfish is also an invasive species. However, what's that, like, um, they're what's like, that plant that overtakes everything katsu. here? Oh my gosh. That's an invasive plant. That's yes. invasive. It's everywhere. Yes, yes. Here, it's all Especially yeah. in North Carolina, it's everywhere. Yes, kudzu. Yeah, it is an invasive plant. Um, and then there, like, there are certain animals that uh, I think hedgehogs technically can be. An invasive species. That's why they're illegal but they're in some so states. Cute. But if they get out into the wilderness, they can become invasive and overtake um, and offset. It's just the offset. You know the what? I think I'd be okay if the hedgehogs overtook the world. <laughs> they I think this is the world I would live in. <laughs> okay. You want Don't to they sleep the in the day and are awake at the night? Yes, and they're not. I mean, I, as somebody who wanted a hedgehog, I had to do a lot of research on no, it. They're that adorable. Be, I could not. I can't do that. I'm not nocturnal. Yeah, no, they're nocturnal animals. So, yeah, there's that. Um, but I, if you're vegan, slide in my DMs. Let me know your, what you think of that argument. Does it hold up in the vegan court? Does, <laughs> would PETA approve of this message? I, they probably wouldn't. Probably I actually, honestly, like, not. PETA don't actually DM me at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. I think I think it's fine to be whatever you want to be, but I think it's not okay to f- try to force and or change someone to be something that you are. We and I think it. and did I think Did we discuss this last week? I, I think, think we I think we did and I just think that you know, we're all teetering on this there's a lot of people trying to make people be what they're not. And so I just think that people need to as Taylor Swift says, you need to calm down. <laughs> You're being too loud. <laughs> Are you ready for it? Okay. All righty then. Hannah has had two glasses of alcohol. I have. <laughs> and for the gals that are wondering, um, because you're not, the drink that I'm drinking is delectable. A++. I'm not a vodka gal, but this drink makes me a vodka gal. Ooh. It is. Do you want to share um, it with the crowd? Yes. It's half a shot of watermelon pucker. A whole shot of Eddie's lemon vodka and lemonade and Sprite. And it tastes mm-hmm. like a watermelon Jolly Rancher with a little bit of carbonation. And it is delicious. Do we want to go ahead and get into our captivations for the week? Yeah. Since we have like kind of like a lot of pillars of different things to talk about. This is, I guess, the holiday drunk episode. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even say I'm drunk. I'm actually like pretty sober. Uh, okay. It's the just, tipsy. It's just 1030 p.m. So after ten o'clock, Hannah becomes Hannah gets a, in a silly, goofy mood, regardless of alcohol, just yeah. to keep it light and fun. Uh, my captivation is something I actually purchased today at Target. Um, I have forever been a Venus razor gal. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm and a Billy gal. I actually hate them. Hate I hate the Venus razors. They get all moldy and gross. Why I'm a Billy fan. And the razor heads are expensive. Well, I stumbled upon on TikTok the Flamingo brand that Target carries for Mm -hmm. razors. And so I picked up one today. I got a pink one because why would I not get a pink one? And I also got their um, shaving cream. Which yes, I do fun use a shaving cream. Fact about me: I am the gal that doesn't use shaving cream. I dry what? shave. Yeah. What the fuck? With water. Yeah. So I hate shaving cream. Um, I hate it <laughs> when they burn. How does your skin burning. not? Oh, my skin is so dry. It's so dry. 
That's why I always scratch my leg. Does it? How do you not get like bumps like all over your legs? Like, I don't have bumps. I have really weird skin. I am probably like a freaking crocodile. I, I, if I ever did that, my skin would be like, fuck no, razor bumps, God lord. Yeah, I don't get razor bumps. Um, but anyways, so I really like their shaving cream. <laughs> Moral of the story is get the Flamingo shaving cream. It smells nice. It's in a cute mm-hmm. little light purple bottle. It's great. But I have to say, I'm a fan of the razor. It is the closest shave I've ever had with a girl's women's razor. Mm -hmm. Um, Although I nicked the crap out of my ankle and bled everywhere and it looked like a murder scene in my bathroom. But that's just because around my ankles, I have a really hard time. Um, So I actually think Blaine is like, I'm getting you a man's razor for your like ankles. Try Billy. Well, it's not even, it doesn't even matter. It has to have, you know, those little, um, the you know how the men's rate, yeah, the men's razors mm-hmm. have the little ball that helps it rotate mm-hmm. with your skin. Mm-hmm. That's what I need for my, because my ankles, like I have such like bony ankles and I can't get in all the crevices. <laughs> We're really going into detail here, gals. Um, I always nick my ankles. I'm trying to and like, it's, figure out like, how the fuck you shave it. Like you <laughs> nick it every single time. It's like. on the bone. Well, it's because I'm a really like rough shaver, which is hilarious because I don't use shaving cream. So I'm like, your skin there. fucking hates you. You should it must see hate you. how dry my skin is. I'm like always itching my leg, like constantly, and I hate I'm lotion. I also don't like lotion. So yeah. Wait, you're telling me you shave dry and then you don't put lotion on afterwards? Oh, I don't ever put on lotion on my body. The only place I put lotion on is my face. <laughs> she got up and walked away. <laughs> Yeah. So anyways, moral of the story is I like the Flamingo Razor so far. I just used it one time today, but the shaving cream is is actually something that I will probably maybe use more than just every now and then. I'm going to return your gift and go get you a subscription to Billy. No, don't get you return my cream. gift. I'm going to get you the shaving cream. Give me cream. what I'm you gave you. me. I don't want a razor for Christmas. I already bought one. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I don't. That's not fun. <laughs> that's like self care. I'm just worried that about I, your skin. My skin is fine. I you ain't ever but seen now, those razor bumps. Now I but when you turn fucking forty, you gonna have those varicose veins all up in your legs. Oh, oh, I am already. I already have veins. I already have varicose. It's it's in my family. You, in so you genes. want varicose veins and leathery legs? I have. What if I want to look like a snake? Okay, oh, let me be a snake. I'm so I'm so disappointed in you right now. I'm so disappointed in you. I, Did you really I not you know knew better? Did you really I not thought, know about the lotion? No, thing? I didn't. I thought you knew better. Oh, I know better. I just I'm your best friend, the skincare addict. Like I, this is this is ruining my reputation. I think I have like sensory issues with with like sticky like lotion like. Any kind of lotion. I I'm going to send you ultra repair cream. I'm going to send you some ultra repair cream. I hate how it feels on my body. What? Because I just have to stand there and let it dry and soak in. So you need quick absorbing. So what about a body oil that absorbs quicker into the skin? I don't know. I don't know. I've used oh coconut oil before, and that was so okay. Don't use coconut oil. Your, coconut oil cannot absorb into your skin. The molecule is too big to absorb into your um, epidermis level of your skin. Okay. No coconut yeah. oil. Don't use yeah. them for a your com- massages, ladies. Sorry. Your mans can't give you a coconut massage. oil massage. It's fine to use it as a massage. That's it's what, I, that's what I used it, it for. I didn't yeah. use it as lotion. If you're using it for hydration on your skin, it's not going to hydrate into your skin. It will actually no. cause more breakouts than anything because it's just going to sit no. on the top of your skin. The only lotion that I sometimes like is the um, sleep lotion from Bath & Body. It's like the- I thought you loved bum bum cream. No, I think that thing is oily, greasy mess. I okay, can't. you're gonna get. I'm gonna, I'm gonna not. get you. Literally, you're gonna get. I'm gonna get you ultra pear cream. Okay. I'm gonna get you a little small bottle of it because it's the first Wait, day beauty one. You gave me that for my hands. No, that was Kiehl's. I don't know. Yes. I like the Kiehl's. I, I like the Kiehl's. Kiehl's um, I have Kiehl's like face lotion and the and then I the eye the cream. Kiehl's hand salve for your hands. Yes, I have but that, which is First Day Beauty great. Ultra Repair Cream is what I use all over my body. I use it on my face. I use a hu- I have the whole fucking huge ass tub of it. But I'll get you the small twelve dollar one because that is a really good lotion. It's great for um, KP, eczema, psoriasis. It's really good for razor burns. It's really fast absorbing to the skin as well too. Which I have KP on my arms. Yeah, 
I do have yeah, the belts. Yeah, you, because you don't fucking hydrate your skin. <laughs> I hydrate it with water. <laughs> you want to know why KP is not as bad in the summer? It's because of the humidity in the air. During the wintertime, your air, the air around you is drier. I thought it was because I went to the beach. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm... <laughs> I thought the salt water cured all things. Salt water cures all things. You do not. You do not. It does. Oh, my God. I ain't ever been with a baddie. What's your captivation? Hold on. I got to get my, my computer's about to die. Hold on. Oh. Well, gals, now that Emily's walked away, she has a surprise coming. She has no idea what it is. And she is yelling at me because I won't tell her what it is. And I think that's hilarious. So stay tuned for the surprise while she charges her computer. I was just telling the gals a little secret. What? You just, you can't I, know. I have to listen to the episode now. <laughs> I didn't give anything said. away. I was just filling them in on a secret. So now I have to actually listen to our episode to know what you said. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because I'm, I'm not editing, I'm not editing that part out. Like the gals have to know what's coming. Told them to stay t- be s- to stay tuned. Again, I ain't ever been with a baddie. What is your captivation, though? So mine is, I guess, something. And depending on who you are, it could be controversial. Oh. Just as controversial. No. Oh. Um, as you not having lotion. Um, <laughs> West Side Story. West Side fucking story. Steven Spielberg's from West Side Story. Oh my god. One Steven Spielberg. I don't need to say that he's a phenomenal director. You know that he's a phenomenal director. You've never seen any of his movies. Even if you aren't like in the film world, you should know that name. Spielberg. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Jaws. All the good things. Iconic. Catch Me If You Can. All the great films. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, and I, when I heard he was doing a musical, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like a Spielberg, a Spielberg musical. Like that sounds interesting. Yeah. And I th- one reason I think I thought it would be good is because so there's like one thing that I really love about Spielberg's film was when you look at his films, they always have a fantastical element to it. Like it's uh, it's almost bigger than life itself, and that's achieved by the lighting that he does through a lot of natural lighting through the windows, a lot of um, lens flares, things like that. And you definitely get that in West Side Story. But I, I mean, the reason I just he does a great job with crane shots, with really wide shots, too. Um, I, this overall cinematography is amazing. But every single fucking person in that cast brings it to the table. And this is why exactly why I say Hollywood fucking hire Broadway actors to do musicals for your movies. Because my favorite, like, granted, um, Rachel Ziegler, who did Maria, great job. Amazing voice. One of her first roles ever. She's fantastic. But the guy who played Riff and Bernardo were unbelievable. Like, that whole duo and their dynamic and their acting, their dancing, their singing was just breathtaking. I was so entranced by it. And then the girl who played Anita was also great, too. Um, and if you, like, have never seen West Side Story, this is the perfect way to get introduced to West Side Story. Rita Marano, who was also in the original West Side Story, is also in this version, too. She plays Valentina, which is, like, a character that is in the original West Side Story. Um, I don't believe, I honestly have not seen the original West Side Story, so this was, like, my first. I've only seen, like, the Broadway version, so I was, this is my first great introduction to it. Right, um, yeah. And... Yeah, it was great. The only qualm I have with it, Ansel Elgort's acting was not that great. Like, I like Ansel. And I know he, and I, I, yes, ton of allegations against him right now. Like, I know of those and everything. But that aside, like, he has a nice voice. And he has American Ballet Theater training. He can carry his weight in those scenes. But his acting was so lackluster in comparison to everybody else. Like, it's almost like you have, like, the... He, he also got cast at his peak right after Baby mm-hmm. Driver and everything, but everybody else in that cast is bringing their fucking A game. Yeah. And it almost is like he's skirting by a little bit. If they hired someone, I I don't know who else could have done it, because um, I think his voice is lovely, don't get me wrong, but yeah, just it was just missing something. And the accent kept fading in and out, like the Bronx accent kept fading in and out. Um, but 
yeah, I I want to go see it again, like when when I'm with my my parents mm. because I just was I was so happy. I was smiling underneath my mask. Like I was in this theater, like smiling because I was just like, this is amazing. Like this is so good, and I Aww, love musicals. And yeah. this is um, this is like when I say how Hollywood should be doing musicals. This is exactly what I'm saying. And yeah, I think it's a really good film. If you've never seen West Side Story, go check it out. My favorite thing about it is also like the costume design of it too. Um, if you've never seen West Side Story, but you've seen Bring It On, All or Nothing, the one with Ashley Benson mm-hmm. <laughs> where they go yeah. to Disney World, that's basically West. That's basically West Side Story. It's the Sharks and the Jets. Um, the Sharks being um, the Latino community and the Jets being like the white Irish guys. Uh, yeah, but the color coordination that they do with it, where the jets, everything they wear is blue. All their lighting is more blue, whereas the sharks, all their wardrobe is more like yellow, red, more warmth. All their lighting is more warmth, and it's just stunning. Especially the high school dance scene where the two colors are kind of coming together and everything. It's so great. And then you have Maria and Tony, who are the only characters in white. And it just makes it pop and stand out more. This is this is things that I could just continue to geek out on. This is going to be my hyperfixation mm. literally for like the rest of the year is West Side Story. I love it. I haven't been to a movie theater since before COVID, so I should go see it. I've been going by myself. I've seen two movies now by myself. Yeah. No, I should go by myself. Well, I should just call my mom because my mom always wants to go and I always turn her down. And I'm like, we just need to go together. Yeah, it's... I was like, you know what? I really want to see this film. Like, I'm not... This is a film that should be seen in a theater. Like, it's so magical. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's so magical. It needs to be seen in a theater. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go and treat myself and go see it. Um, And it was great. 10 out of 10. I, I think I... Like I said, I want to see it again. But yeah, it's yeah. Spielberg. I, I knew Spielberg wouldn't disappoint. I knew yeah. he wouldn't disappoint. That's when you know it's good when you, like, want to go back and see yeah. it again in theaters. Yeah. Like you're willing to spend the money to go and see it 100%. again. One hundred percent. I was like, you know what? Like, I I will take I'll spend more fifteen dollars just to go see this film again. It's great. Yeah. No, that's awesome. But yeah, I, I don't know who else could have done the role of Tony. Um, just like I don't know anybody young enough. Like my go to is always say Jeremy Jordan, <laughs> but he looks too I old. Mean, he looks too he does, old for yeah. the um, role of. To- In comparison to how I mean Maria is supposed to be 20 years old so Rachel Ziegler I right. think looks too young to be next to Jeremy Jordan um so but yeah I think it was great love it mm-hmm. and the, just the whole ensemble cast like if you don't like Ansel Elgort like just go and see it for everybody else because they do such a better job and you see a big chunk of everybody else too but yeah and yeah. if you're curious, um, yes, West Side Story is based off Romeo and Juliet. If you didn't know that, now you know. Um, it's also blaringly obvious if you know Romeo and Juliet. True. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. I think you. I think I would love to hear you probably sing some of the songs from West Side Story, like the balcony song, the Tonight song. Yeah. yeah. The music is so good. Mm-hmm. And it's not an, It's Stephen Sondheim. Like. Mm-hmm. And like. It's also bittersweet because everybody in the crowd, like, actually, like, after I watched it, which I hate when people clap after movies. Me too. But, but when it's, like, a musical, but, I can kind of understand. They, they, they say music by Stephen Sondheim, and it, so everybody applauded because he had just passed away. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, they were doing that because of that. Um, but, but yeah, it was I, – I hate that he could not have – I hope he saw it. I hope he saw, like, a cut of it or something before he passed yeah. away. But, yeah. Oh, wow. That's my captivation, though. Speaking of entertainment, though – You've not seen Selling Sunset? I think I'm on like episode two of season one. Well, you're such a baby. You don't know anything. Because but this I, has been... But there's... No. Dr- but something about Chrishell and um, Jerry... A, yeah. Jason. 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 <laughs> Him. And then his brother, Brett, Brett, Brett. who really we apparently don't really know anything about ever. I mean, he, right? doesn't, he doesn't say much. It's mainly Jason who's kind of. I feel like there's always that like one brother. Yeah. I feel like, you know, well, I feel like Brett is actually like doing work. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. Jason seems like the. There's girls that work at I'm, the Oppenheim group that are not on the show. Like there's real estate oh, agents yeah. that work for Oppenheim group in, in L.A. that don't. And they go into the office and, like, there was a girl on TikTok. She was, like, going to the office and she was sitting at Christine's desk. And everybody's like, oh, my God, it's Christine's desk. She's like, it's really my desk. 
<laughs> Actually, mine, I just chose not to be in the show. Yeah. Because <laughs> I wanted to have a normal life. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I mean, you put those girls on a TV screen and they're going to light it up. But you're not even near the season four drama that I am so annoyed about. Like, it's turned into no. the Christine show. Oh, goodness. I don't even really know the characters enough to even you don't speak who, you don't to know them. Who, you don't know who Christine is? I don't know. Is she in the beginning? Yes. I don't she's know. The, is there a Mary? Yes. Is she the, Mary. the really she's long, like long, she was like, I'm going to be the mean girl, basically. No, that's Christine. That is Christine. That's Mary's Christine. the one with the short blonde hair yes. who's dating the really young guy. Yes. Christine is the one that was like, I'm going to be the mean girl. Yes. Basically. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't like her already. So. Yeah. Season four is the Christine show and it's fucking annoying because they just keep having the same damn conversation on repeat. Oh, yeah. I was listening to Maddie and Scout's OK Sis, their latest episode, and they were like, it's literally just like he said, she said, and they're literally just saying the exact same yes. story over and over again. I'm like, I don't care. I literally don't care. So is it like more about, before I get like so invested, is it more about the drama or if you're is it wanting like the to, houses if or If you're wanting it to be it? million dollar real estate, it's not that. They do show- So it's like drama. They do show beautiful houses, but it's mainly about the real estate agent's drama. Okay. Yes. Well- it is. I kind of like. It is I kind of like show. other people's drama. Yeah. I like reality shows. Now that I've watched The Hills, it's it's been good until season four when it was like I was like, oh, are we going to do the same fucking storyline every damn episode? And, and the Christine, kind of in my opinion, Christine doesn't get better. I don't like Christine. She's a bully. Like she's. Well, I don't. I didn't. I don't like her at all. And I've only seen her in one episode. Like so. There's one you can be, and I know the producers are probably forcing her to act this way, but like you can be sassy, you, but there's a difference between sassy and being a fucking bitch. Yeah, and she sounds like the latter. Yeah, so. like you don't have to just be mean. I also don't like Davina. You'll figure out who Davina is. Davina's an idiot. Um, Wait, no, I've already met her. Yeah, you'll find out that she has tries to sell a seventy five million dollar house and never can fucking sell it. <laughs> Why is she trying to sell a seventy-five million? Who's going to buy a seventy-five million? Thank you. Million That's what house? everybody said. That's what Jason said. That's what everybody Nobody. says. Jason's like, I think you're an idiot for trying to sell a seventy-five million dollar house. And the guy, like, she was trying to sell it for, like, won't budge. Like, at you all. would have to find someone who literally has billions of dollars. Well, if who I'm just, paying like, seventy-five, the, the the thing about it that was so hard is that there's no view. Oh well, what are you paying for? And it's then? like, if house? I'm paying that much money for a house out in L.A. in the hills, I want a view. I want the view. Like, like that really big one that they go on that yeah. has like like that's the big, worth the view that of money. They're like move. They're like lowering the power line yeah. and all that's that. That's worth yeah. forty million dollars because of the fucking view. And you literally see the entire city of Los Angeles. Yes, and then you like all the other like good stuff they have, like the rising TV, the helicopter, the club, all that kind of stuff. Like it's all a, of the different it, pools. That, I mean, it's like, like a party house. Yeah, I'm like that's, that's party a house. forty. That is, I look at that. I'm like, yeah, that's a forty million dollar house. Yeah, that's a vacation in your own home. Yeah. Like, you get tired of the kitchen, you just go up to the That's, rooftop I'm pool. just going to make my friends move in here with me, and, like, they don't have to pay rent. I just need company because I'm That's so That's a alone. bachelor pad. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, the $75 million house has no view. The guy refuses to come down, and it's like, if I had $75 million to buy a house, I'm not going to buy a house. I'm going to go build my own. Yeah, I would never spend $75 million on a house. Like... And it's still up for I would sale. rather travel. I would rather do anything else. Go cut a record, like literally anything. Throw a bomb ass party. Chriselle does say that she lives in Mount Olympus, though, in season four. That's where her new house is at. And I was like, wow, I drive past that. Like, I drove past it every single time I went to the writer's house. I drove past <laughs> the Mount Olympus entrance. I was like, oh, wow, hey. Chriselle. Hey, Chriselle. <laughs> and every single car that comes out of that area is a fuck, fucking Maserati or a Lamborghini or something. Like, it's of course. a really wealthy area of Laurel Canyon. But... Of course. Yeah. So, I I have seen the Oppenheim Group real estate house, like the office. It's a very fucking small office. You would miss it. It's on Sunset, but you miss it so easily. Oh, it kind of looks small. Like, from, from just the, like, whatever we're seeing in the show, it looks tiny. Yeah. So you, it looks very like narrow almost. Yeah. But like skinny. I, I want you to keep watching it because I need you to like. Oh, I, I will. It's like okay. a lighthearted thing that I've yeah. been watching while I've been doing paperwork. Like I'm not like. I just need you like, to get to Chriselle's so wedding. Something. I just need you to get to Chriselle. Not Chriselle's wedding. I'm sorry. Christine's wedding. I was like, wedding. wait a minute. Isn't she already married? I need you to get to Christine's wedding. But not wedding. anymore. Christ- oh, 
Christine has a wedding in the show. Okay, yes. great. I need you to get to that. Course, I need you to get to that. Of course, Christine has a wedding in the show. I need she you. Just, yes. She just gives me that vibe that she, of course, is going to have because the wedding I, that's on the show. I just need you to see the wedding because I feel like it's the same vibe you're going for. Like, I feel like you guys, like, have really similar ideas. I think you're joking. <laughs> she, I mean, she gets married in a black wedding dress. <laughs> you're definitely joking. Mine's not black. <laughs> There's like that snow, sounds like a Halloween like wedding. snow that falls from the ceiling of the chapel. So she has white specks on her black wedding dress. She makes everybody else wear white too. Interesting. I think that's like a like a I need to be different. I just need you to get there. Just, just get there no. and then just let me know. I'm going to have think? all of my people wear white too. Okay. We're all just going to wear white. I'm just kidding. White is, <laughs> you are not allowed to wear white. Sorry. That's a one color. I'm going to be that person. You don't own anything that's white, though. I do now. It's in my, it's in my parents' house. It was a pretty penny. Like, Thank you. Other than that. You, know, like you should have seen me trying, trying it on. Buy, my like, mom was like, my mom was like, I don't want to touch this. And I said, neither do I. It's white. I don't know what I'm doing. It's not even like part of it. I can't even explain the color. Like it's, it's white, but there's some like other color yeah. underneath part of it. But are so. you going to wear like white to like your bachelorette, your bridal shower, all those things? Like all those stuff. I would have to buy a whole. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You're gonna wardrobe. have to buy the whole new, the whole new wardrobe. wardrobe. No. So can I wear no. white jeans like to any of that stuff? Like, is that cool if I wear my white jeans? I don't care. Okay, cool, sweet. I do not care. I'm the, gonna be the one with the freaking sash on. <laughs> I just want people to buy my drinks. I really don't care about anything else. I want to go have fun. Now, and, if you want to wear something get, white, I have a fuck ton of. Like, I'll probably buy. I'll probably buy something. You should get like one little white, white dress. Yeah. yeah, but other than that, like I don't. You don't really want to go to care. Nashville and make all your girls wear black, uh, and you wear white. I will not be having a nasty bachelor. Nasty. I don't know. I saw that somewhere. It made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it said like let's get nasty or ew. something and i was like ew ew, ew. no <laughs> hard pass i'm i will not be participating in that bachelorette i'm so sorry i have to work that weekend <laughs> no me too <laughs> i'm actually unavailable so no i've been in nashville a couple times and it's just not my vibe it's mm-hmm. like literally like go get drunk and i i like to drink but mm, i don't I want to do something fun mm-hmm. and not be like on a do fire you have, truck. Like, uh, it's, why are you fire truck? <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> People get on those fire trucks and drink and stuff. Do you have like a location in mind for your bachelorette? I know I'm not no. your maid of honor. Thank God. No, no offense. I I love you. No. I also said I would never be a maid of honor again. Um, but yeah, I, when you have a terrible experience, it's it kind of ruins it for you. Like that again, yeah. No, I also yeah. I don't feel like I do you justice since I'm all the way across the country. Uh, well, also like my sister is obviously probably going to be my maid of honor as long as she says yes. <laughs> and that's what um, she does for a living, though, right? Yeah, but also like I'm gonna tell her what I want to do. Yeah, like I'm not gonna put, I I'm not gonna be that bride that's like you have to do all the things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Because, like, I do want to say in what I do. If yeah. I'm, like, going to ask my friends to, like, take a weekend to spend with me, like, I want to make sure it's something that, mm-hmm. like, I actually want to do. And it's mm-hmm. not just, like, random. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I don't think it'll be anything too crazy anyways. So, yeah. we'll see. I have no idea. I don't, we don't even know where we're going on a honeymoon. We don't even have passports. So, we're just. You, that's right. You don't have a passport. You've never been out of the country. Oh, my God. Nope. Never been yeah. out of the country. Get that two months in advance. We're going to try to get them, like, next month. Yeah. Like, go ahead and get them. Um, which will suck because it won't be his last name, but that's okay. Yeah, you're, you'll have to wait to change I'll that. I'll have to do all of that anyways, yeah. so. Yeah. Which, which, honestly, will probably take me, like, a year to even do because I'm so slow at that kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't really Your matter. license just, is going to have Adams on it for change forever. it. I, I still have... The North Carolina license that's like green and blue. Like I don't even have the oh, one. Oh, I just that got my California license. Well, that's weird. Yep, that's weird. <laughs> but yeah, I have uh, people. All of the bouncers think that my ID is fake because they try to break it. That and was they try the one. That the was sticker. the one I had. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely real, but uh, yeah. So 
the only place I'm really going to change my name is Instagram, but I'm not going to change my handle. <laughs> I was wondering if you were. Well, but, like, I, I kind of can't. Yeah, because your music is under Adams. Well, like, everything that would be tagged under it, well, I guess it would still pop up. It would just... I don't know. I have no idea. Redirect. But, like, all my music is under that. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I change my mind in a year. Who knows? <laughs> so, yeah, because you wouldn't change that for your music, would you? Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No. Unless I decide to and just say, all right, well... Now I'm this. Bye. <laughs> guess it depends on what I want to be known under. I think Hannah Adams is, I'd just stick with that. Yeah. I'd be, it's also the laziness in me. They'd be like, eh, nah, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah. You're also talking to somebody just, who is not going to change their last name for when they get married, so. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I definitely am, so. It just depends on if I want to be known as Hannah Adams or Hannah Miller. Both are super basic. <laughs> Do you want to go yeah. from being the top of the alphabet to the middle, to the I don't middle. know. <laughs> Am I? I don't know. Do you want me going Miller, from first in line? There's, there's B Miller. You know, she is a really famous. You know, mm-hmm. so who knows? I don't know. Do you want to we'll go see. from being like the f- top of the line to like the, the middle, middle? child? No, I always want to be at the top. Yeah, you're the oldest. Chi- you're the oldest child. But I'm still changing my name. Like, yeah, legally. So yeah, who knows? We'll see. We'll see what I decide. Imagine you married but... like a Zimmerman. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's out of the question. Or like a Yates. Out of the question. You go all the way down to the bottom, like your last. Hey, but whenever they do reverse order, like you're the first again. They never do reverse order. <laughs> and if they do, it's for something like school pictures that nobody wants. So my kids are just, my kids are just going to be in the middle and that's just going to suck for them. Mm. So at least I don't have to sit in the front of the class. That was the worst. Mm. I always sat. I'm just, like, I, have they would last, do, like, I have a B last name. I know. Mm, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know so this. I was always, this I know. I was always either the front or like the second front one. I was never the first. That was always great, I though. I was pretty much always the first. I was never first, so that was great. I was like, good, like, little. I was almost, I was the third person to walk across the stage at graduation. There were two other Adams, and then they went by first name to alphabetize us, so. Mm. Yeah, I never had that issue, thankfully. Yeah, that was terrifying, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, <laughs> I guess, you know. Uh, what are you doing as far as, like, your career, though? Like, once you get married, like, are you changing, like, your name? Um, like, yeah, because you don't go by doctor, so I don't know no, why. <laughs> I'm, I, no, I'm definitely not a doctor. But do you have to change, wish. like, your like, credentials? Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll change. So what I'll do is I'll send in all of my stuff to change my name because um, I have credentials under speech language pathology. And so I will change, I will probably change my last name professionally mm. Mm. Um, because I want to. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you going to change your career at all later in your life? Oh, yeah. Duh. Okay. <laughs> That's an duh. obvious one. I, lo- I love speech therapy, but I definitely can't see me doing it long term. Mm-hmm. I um, feel like it's me and you very have, draining. Me and you have both <laughs> talked about like shifting career stuff like a lot lately because I mean like yeah. now me with this full time job where I'm literally doing social media for podcasting uh, full time and it's exhausting. Uh, <laughs> trying to also do it for our podcast on top of that, it's it's a lot. It is you you don't think that it's a lot and then you it, you do it and you're like wow this is really a full time job. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I had a creative career, so that's fine. But I always wonder how I'm going to eventually transfer this over to film and trying mm-hmm. to um, figure that out and just getting adjusted to having, like, a full um, nine-to-five kind of deal is different for sure. Yeah. Nine-to-five is not where it's at. <laughs> I mean, I work In from the best home, way possible. so I can't, I can't complain too much. I'm working from home. I only had to go in the office one day a week, and that's literally to go to the film set. So I'm still not yeah. sitting behind a desk, at least in the office. So, like, I can't – I don't feel like I can complain that much. Yeah. No, you can. You can complain. Okay. <laughs> it's totally fine. Uh, yeah. My qualm with my career is that it is never-ending. Like, I feel like a lot of times – people like will leave their job and then they kind of can leave it for the day Me. and then it, yeah. it's just there in the morning whereas like I leave my job and I have to then 
carve out time to document all of the things that I did mm-hmm. in the nine to five. Because every kid I see for therapy, I have to write a daily note. Every kid has to have authorization for insurance or if they're private pay, they have to have a plan of care. I do evaluations. I have to reevaluate every month, every year. Um, so there's always a due date for somebody. And so it like never ends. There's like no stopping point. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that's really hard because I have a really hard time setting boundaries as far as like, okay, well, I've left the office, so I'm going to work for an hour and then get what absolutely has to be done today done and then do the rest tomorrow. Um, We're given one day to do paperwork, which is great. Honestly, if I didn't have that day, I don't know how I would do my job because even with that day of paperwork, I still have things to do on the weekend. So I just feel like there's really no break. Like even if I take days off, I still have to like make sure my due dates aren't if that makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. I always am looking to see what is due. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's why it's so draining is because there really isn't ever like a stopping point. Like it's so continuous. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like teaching in the sense that like when teachers leave, they either have to like grade work, grade work or do lesson plans for the next day or, you know, get together materials Mm -hmm. for the next day. And so, but you know, when the school year ends, they have that break and they don't have to worry about it until the next school year. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's been really, it's been a lot, and I'm going into my fourth year, I believe, or I'm in, in the, like, middle of my fourth year, so I don't know. I'm really into, I've really been trying to write songs more. Um, Blaine and I have seriously talked about, like, setting up a studio, mm-hmm. which is kind of hard in an apartment um, because, you know, we have, like, at 10 p.m., it's supposed to be quiet. We're actually not allowed to have instruments in our apartment. Fun fact, um, which I think is actually really shitty. Fuck it. Just fuck it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do. I already yeah. have my all my stuff here. Yeah. Um, but Also, I mean, the quiet hour shit, fuck that, because your neighbors don't stay quiet. So Our neighbors moved out. Thank the Lord. Um, goodbye. Good riddance. They were crazy. Mm-hmm. I was going to have to call the cops on them the next time I heard them because mm-hmm. it was not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, I really want to write... Um, I really want to do music and I'm just trying to figure out with my job being so continuous all the time, mm-hmm. how to fit in writing. Cause that also takes up a, a lot of time mm-hmm. well, also, and a lot you, of it is sedentary and I, and I mm-hmm. need to, I've been like having to discipline myself to go to the gym. Like I don't really have motivation to go to the gym and mm-hmm. I was listening to somebody on a podcast t- talk about the difference between discipline and motivation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I've decided I have to go the discipline route because the motivation is not <laughs> it's not ever there mm-hmm. for me. Sometimes so it is. I'm going to recommend I'm getting like spurts. I'm going to recommend but, a book for you to read. Uh, I think it would honestly help you because it helped me understand discipline when it comes to writing. It's called The Artist yeah. Way. Um, if you're on any creative TikTok you probably have heard of it. I have it. I can like literally like send it to you for you to read. Um, okay. But it's it just helps you understand discipline when it comes to writing. And for me, that's what I've had to understand because I will always make excuses like I'm too tired. Like I'm just like I can't think of anything. And the first thing, too, if you can't think of anything to write, just sit there and just start writing like your stream of consciousness. Journaling helped me get better at writing because I just was getting things out of my head that were blocking me and just forcing myself to write in certain ways and taking breaks when I had it work because luckily I try my hardest now like some days are different than others but I try my hardest to get all my work done early because there are days where I literally don't need all eight hours to do my job uh I can be done by like noon usually but taking that extra time is like I'm getting paid to write in a way and just making myself have more incremental breaks that I am planning out so I can take that time to write and not deny myself those spurts of inspiration because, yes, I can. And if you listen to our, uh, what is it, the human design episode that we did oh, with yes. uh, Aaron Jones, like, yeah, I am a manifester, so my inspiration comes in waves and everything, but I also have to learn discipline if I want to have a career in this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. when I Yeah, and I think, I think our generation – is so into the like motivation, like where we weren't like taught to be motivated and like to go off of your motivation. But I feel like the successful people in like 
the music industry and the film industry and the industries that are a little bit harder to get into maybe started out with that motivation, but it literally all is about discipline, Mm -hmm. about showing up every day, even if you don't have anything to say and like just doing it Mm -hmm. and the consistency and the discipline and the showing up for yourself is what is going to make you successful Mm -hmm. in the career path that you're like going after. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something that I haven't done before and I've tried to make it happen off of motivation and like inspiration and like trying to do like a one hit thing because I've seen it happen for so many people mm-hmm. on TikTok and mm-hmm. you know just in the music industry period and I'm and I'm learning that that really only happens to like one in a billion mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and so I look at the artists like Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift and Maggie Rogers and the people that I really look up to mm-hmm. And Lynn and Stella who have like just disciplined themselves and they just like, you can tell that they're the artists that write songs all the time. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that they're the ones that have all of these songs in their back yeah. pocket. Not every song is going to be great. shown. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's, it's just switching my mindset. And it's also just switching my mindset about different things outside of music too. Like, like I said, discipline with the gym. Like I'm not motivated to go to the gym every day, but I've started to look at it as like, okay, now I need to just like, you know, actually just go. Like mm-hmm. it's it's all about just showing up mm-hmm. and um, trying to make healthier decisions. Like same thing. Like I'm not motivated to eat a salad. I freaking hate lettuce. So I'm not going to, <laughs> but I am going to <laughs> discipline myself in like taking my water bottle with mm-hmm. me or ordering water, you know, like making the small changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I was always trying to to make those changes and shifts in my life by like, motivation from a TikTok I saw or inspiration mm-hmm. from something I read online mm-hmm. or heard in a mm-hmm. podcast. And like, it just doesn't last. It's not something that I can withstand. Like, mm-hmm. it's like maybe a month and then I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Because that's um, what it is. It's, it's a yeah. short span of perseverance and right. determination. Where Which is why the discipline thing is like you yeah. literally make yourself do it. Yeah. And I and never once have I ever like got up from a songwriting session or like got home from a workout and been like, oh man, that was such a waste of my time. Yeah. I always say no one regrets going to the gym. Like no one ever regrets going to the gym. You may hate it while you're doing it. You may hate it on your way there, but afterwards you never like regret doing it. Right. And it's the same with writing. Like when I sit down and at my keyboard, like I'm like, oh, I don't have anything to say, but like I never leave and I'm like, oh, that was such a waste of time. Cause Mm -hmm. like something comes out of it, whether Mm -hmm. or not it's just me getting to like sing and play music Mm -hmm. or like me coming up with a like good idea that I'm going to work on later. So Mm -hmm. discipline is something that I think I'm going to take into the new year with me is like really just trying to like revolve my life around that in all areas, even with like reading a book, like, and also I have like all of these books. Also (laughs) reading as well will help with writing. 100%. I get a lot of, and even, and me too, like, honestly, like listening to, albums like if like an album I haven't listened to to in Mm -hmm. a while or like a like a songwriter that I if I'm like really wanting to write like I'll I have like a couple playlists of like songs that I really love or Mm -hmm. I'll go listen to an artist like I get inspired by that even movies I get inspired by Mm -hmm. um it's the same with me like I the more films I watch the more I'm inspired to go and make those films but I also get inspired by music as well oh yeah definitely yeah definitely yeah but it's just just a new mindset and really trying to stick with it and not just being like, oh, it's a new year resolution. Haha. Ha. It's like actually like mm-hmm. I'm trying to start it now so that I don't feel like it's this like pressure of like it being yeah. something that I have to do on like, January 1st. Yeah. And it's like I, why, if you already have the idea to do it, like why don't wait until like yeah. it's yeah. a new year to kind of do it. Like just go ahead and start doing it now kind right. of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I've been I've been saying getting back into reading more, um, and just trying to force myself to write something. And there's little things like honestly, two things that have inspired me lately to write. And it's not that I'm coming up with a full fledged film idea just from doing this, but like I was driving the other day. I was driving to the writer breaking up with me. <laughs> And we love it. I was listening to Olivia Rodrigo. I kind of, I guess, manifested that, I guess. But Brutal came on, and I, the beginning of Brutal, like literally just hearing that, I thought of like the opening scene to a film. I have no idea what the rest of the film is. It's a comedy, though. 
And just hearing that part of the film, I was like, this would be a great song to, like, open a film with. And I can just see the oh, scene. Yeah. It's, like, somebody, like, just super reckless with their life kind of thing. Um, and then I'm sitting here working the other day, like, working, and Tis the Damn Season comes on from Taylor Swift. And I was like, I could see, like, a film about, like, about this. Like, if you can connect to Champagne Problems and Tis the Damn Season and, like, some other songs and Evermore together, I was like, I can see, like, a film coming Mm -hmm. from this um and that was what i wanted to work off of and then for me my next step would be just developing who the characters are and seeing like who okay who are these characters let's personify them let's figure out who they are let's give them names and everything and then once i figure out who they are then i can let them do the talking for me and i just put them in a random scene i'm like let's just see what they are like in this random scene i don't ever start from the beginning whenever i write a film like I don't know if it's the same thing with you. Like, when you write a song, I'm sure you don't probably start at verse one. Um, But, like, for me, like, when I wrote All We Were, I started with the bedroom fight scene. And was I was like, that's what I initially saw. And I was like, that is what I want to go off of. And kind of just found the other pieces from there. Um, With my pilot that I wrote for my thesis – I saw the opening, and that was the one thing. I saw the opening scene. I knew exactly how I wanted to open it. I was like, I want a girl mm-hmm. to get dumped, and then she's in the backseat of an Uber, and some dude, the Uber driver offers her Coke. <laughs> and I was like, I want to go from there. And then uh, I was like, what, wh- like, why would this girl be like, acting this way kind of thing? And just, you know, I, I enemies to lovers, That I, I started, like, finding little bits and pieces from that. Um, with like the idea that I got from like Tense Damn Season, I was like, okay, a girl and like she's in like in love with two best friends and she's trying like she's dated one guy before, but they broke up and now she's still friends with him. And now she's like probably possibly in love with his best friend, who's also one of her best friends. And it's like that love triangle kind of thing where you have two guys in love with yeah. one girl. So playing along with that. Um, with the song from Brutal, it was just okay, I just I hear this, I see a girl waking up in a random stranger's house. She, like, just gets dressed really quickly. And then as soon as, like, the guitar hits and brutal, she's, like, hopping over a fence and, like, falling flat on her face. <laughs> like, yeah. that's an opening of a film right there. Um, so I, that's what I just kind of go off of. And I don't know how it is for, like, your writing process as, like, songs and everything. It literally comes at the most inconvenient moments. Mm-hmm. Inconvenient moments, a.k.a. when I'm in the shower... Or when I am driving. Oh, yeah. Driving? So I use no, every time I'm driving. driving. Yeah. And I'm like, crap. So I always turn my voice, like, I just turn my voice memos on. And literally, I write all of my songs on voice memos. Mm-hmm. And then, or, like, ideas. I mean, I'll like t- yeah. Or I type things in my notes app, and then I'll, like, take it later on. I have so many unfinished, unwritten You've things. seen Taylor Swift making, um, like, her songs. Like, when she did I Did Something Bad, she made a voice memo of her doing... <laughs> literally like like, that came from a voice memo it's the most bizarre things like these people that are on tiktok they're like oh let me just add some like and then like and then they like put it together i'm like that is not my process i don't know what you guys are doing you guys are elite because (laughs) i'll be driving down the road and i'm like oh my gosh i have an idea and then Mm -hmm. i like voice memo and like you can't hear anything because it like hooks to the radio and the mic and my like uh (laughs) visor of my like whatever that thing that flops down has the mirror on is called and then I come home and I'm like, oh, I got to like figure out what the heck I was saying. And yeah, it's just, it, it's inconvenient moments, but sometimes that's when the best like songs are written or some like, and it's so, it's so bizarre. Like some songs can take me years to write. Like the one that I just put out, it took me a, like, took me like two or three days. Mm-hmm. Like I had the idea I was almost finished with it. There were like the bridge and the second verse Mm -hmm. I like had to put together, but I had a deadline and I don't know what it is about deadlines. I need deadlines. But they are extremely helpful for me. I I need fucking deadlines. I will procrastinate to the last minute, Mm -hmm. but I always get it done and it is the best work that I do always. Like always. So when I wrote All We Were, I told my DP, I told my actor, I told everybody, I will have a script to you by the 1st of November. just me telling that and people like anticipating waiting for that it gave me that motivation yeah like i had booked hotel room in nashville i was going Mm -hmm. i had paid for the recording like i had a date 
and I needed to get it to him before then so that mm-hmm. he could, you know, put things together. So I don't know what, I don't know where the procrastination in me came from because I didn't used to be like that, especially in high school and college. Like I used to get my stuff done. <laughs> well, I think too, I realized that I work better under pressure. Oh yeah. Um, it's probably not as healthy. It definitely is not as healthy. To but do. most of the time, but the thing, the funny thing is, is like, I say I procrastinate, but it's really just to put the finishing touches on. Like I, like I pretty much have the meat of everything, whether that's song, mm-hmm. paperwork, done. So is it ahead the perfectionism in you that you're afraid it's, it's going to fail? Yes, mm-hmm. it's the I have to reread this or re-listen to this or replay it back like ten times before I like sign my name on it mm-hmm. or like I just am very particular and I want it to be the best and I put so much pressure on me for it to be the best mm-hmm. which is I mean, which yeah. ends up working out but me, it's like it's oh my similar gosh. like I don't know how to do drafts I don't know how to do drafts I, I don't know how to do drafts either for writing songwriting I'm like I have to have this finalized today yeah. and I'm like that's the dumbest thing I've ever said like, ever I really want to approach I guess writing in my new year I really want to approach writing as like just getting it out on the page and then editing later. Don't edit as you're writing um, because you'll never fucking get it done. And that's been like my biggest critique is that I just, I, a blank page is terrifying. It is, it is terrifying Mm -hmm. to look at and then start writing from there. And I just want to be able to um, just, to start like, I get yeah. so tied up about how, like, like, I don't know where to begin. I don't have to start from the beginning. Like, stop feeling like you need to start from the beginning and just do it wherever you see something and just go with it and just see where it takes you. Um, that's yeah. what I'm trying to do, for sure. I think that's going to be my challenge, too. And I've, and I've thought about, like, I don't – I want to post on TikTok, but I don't really have, like, a clear – vision of what I want Mm -hmm. but part of me has thought about like showing my songwriting process and like like the more behind the scenes to the songs Mm -hmm. versus just like the song and its final product Mm -hmm. um and so that that being said that means I actually need to stop doing what I'm doing as far as my process where I just sit down and everything has to be like Mm -hmm final product ready Mm -hmm. like it's okay for it to sound like shit in the beginning Mm -hmm. to then turn into something great because i mean you you listen to taylor swift's voice memos that she puts and they're not the same no and the words are different no and like the the same story is there and the same intention is there Mm -hmm. but like you can see how it grows and even people that i follow on tiktok who are songwriters like they do the exact same thing like they'll start in one place and end in a totally new place Mm -hmm. but it's the it's just the process and the growth and the changes that are made that I think is really cool to see and so I don't know it's something that I I like want to challenge myself to do because I'm so type a in the sense of like everything needs to be perfect and I get so hung up on like oh but I really like those words but like maybe they just don't fit or maybe this is not what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. and I'm so hesitant oh, yeah. you to like kill change your, you gotta things. kill your darlings that's the number one rule yeah. in writing is killing your darlings there's so and many I don't times like that. there's so many times <laughs> and then just make a pay just make a Microsoft Word document of all the darlings that you've killed that maybe there's not they, they're good maybe they're just not right for that project that's what I always try to do right Right. Um, That's why, like, all my notes, I, like, like anytime I write a song and I'm, like, stuck on lyrics, I literally scroll through my notes to see if there's anything that I wrote, like, while, like years ago that I could pull from. There and are sometimes so, there are, like, golden things down in there. There are so many random things. Like, I'm just scrolling through my notes app, like, of different lines I've heard, came up with. Like, one I just came across is, I hope you inhale a bug today. That's just, Honestly, I don't know where I'm going to use that at. Is that he hot or does he just have a beard? That is definitely you. Mm-hmm. Because he just has the beard. Or he's just tall. Yeah. Like, I, here's the, I, I'm going to be the death out of you. Well, thank you for at least validating that I am already dead inside. Like, just little things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think just, yeah, not re- relying only on inspiration anymore. Yeah. Um, because that's not what, that's, that's not what working artists do. Well, and it just doesn't work. No. Period. No. Like I've I've seen I mean, I think the times that I have created something, I have it has been because I have used discipline. Yes. Like I have yes. been disciplined Same. in my writing Same. and in the process. 
and it has worked. Mm -hmm. And then the times that I feel like I have failed, which maybe I haven't actually failed, but to me feel like that, I I, I was definitely off motivation. I think we also, you and I both, because I was going to suggest each other for us, but that won't work. That will not work um, because we will just make excuses to each other and it's fine. Uh, Yes, because we already do that. I was going to (laughs) say, we need an accountability partners. Mm -hmm. Like somebody. I, I honestly think he is mine. Like he, he's like, you haven't like you haven't. No, I'm saying really like played. I'm saying like telling somebody like I'm gonna get you this by this date. Oh, oh, I and oh, then oh, like I see, I see. And then yes. like it was as soon as you get closer, and they're like, "How far along have you gotten?" And it's like, "Oh, I haven't gotten anything." And like somebody who's mm-hmm. gonna keep you to it. Like I have yeah. screenwriting friends that I know I can do that with. Um, yeah. So yeah, finding just somebody an accountability person who mm-hmm. you can tell I'm going to have this to you by. And it's just like, I just wanted you to, I just want to hear your ideas. I just want to hear what you think of this, but I need you to make sure that I fucking do this kind of thing. Yeah. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So discipline, that is our word wow. for 2022 is what I'm hearing. Did not think that's what this conversation is going to turn into, but here not we at are. All. Here we are. Bada but bing, starting bada now, we're starting now because why wait that why made me think of why wait <laughs> tomorrow can be so wow that was i can't even remember the lyrics but belinda wait. wow oh man belinda that was such uh, a her good name is belinda girls. i think but her character's name was marisol marisol that yeah. was such a good cheetah girl that was honestly probably my favorite not gonna lie mm-hmm. oh it's so good when they sing that Yes, yeah, so good. It's so good. Oh, I'm over here Barcelona. like, you got a strong like you mean it. <laughs> I just always wanted to be Dorinda. I wanted to be I Chanel. Just, I wanted to be Chanel. I think it's just because I don't have blonde hair. No, but I loved her. I loved her sass and then her dancing. Oh, I and loved Chanel's fashion and just like her whole attitude. Yeah. yeah. Bubbles. Yeah. yeah. You can mm-hmm. breathe in the music. The city I know. makes. Oh, it's so good. I, I really just want to go to Barcelona and like play strut Honestly, as I'm walking I, to the Thank God I, I just yes, I want to play it, but I also just kind of want to like memorize what they do and like recreate the Cheetah Girls. We're, we're gonna do while it while I'm there. We're, we're gonna do yeah. it. Yeah, we'll just get some matching velour jumpsuits since they're back in style. Juicy couture. Um, we gotta find a random dude who can play guitar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, should be easy. Should be easy. Um, we'll throw some coins in the fountain, but that's, I think that might have been Lizzie McGuire. That's Italy. <laughs> I'm getting Barcelona them has a Sagrada Familia. Yes. We could also go to Italy and pretend to be Lizzie oh, McGuire. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to need y'all to listen to this podcast and rate and review and, um, so that we can get some ads and then we can go to Italy and have a gals trip. Thank you so much. Did you know the guy who played Paolo in Lizzie McGuire movie played Garrett in Pretty Little Liars? No, that kind of ruined things for me. (laughs) I need, I need him to just be Paolo. (laughs) Sing to me Paolo. (laughs) Sing to me Paolo. Huh, yeah. I, I I act like I can do these accents. <laughs> I can't. I'm can shaming everyone. Can you say everyone. Sangrada Familia? Can you roll your R's? I'm so, what was the first word? <laughs> Sangrada Familia. Sangrada? Mm-hmm. Yes, I can roll my R's. I, I didn't know if you could. <laughs> oh. Sangrada well, Familia. If they can't, then something might be wrong. So. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tongue movement. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, now we're diverging completely. We are. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> but I, don't, I, I guess our survival tip for this week is just going to be like, I hope you survive 2022. I really hope you do because I, I want to as well. I hope it gets better. I hope Omnicron doesn't like fucking like kill us all. Uh, I really don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of years, but we're not posting an episode next week. We're going, this is our last episode of 2021 and I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Uh, let us know what you want to hear in the new year. We're going to have guests back as we get into the new year. We kind of took it off as well as I moved and then it was just holiday mm-hmm. seasons, but yeah, we will have guests back on the new year. So if there's anybody in particular that you really want to have on the show, let us know, hit us up in the DMs or email, whatever, and we will do our best to make it happen. But I hope you guys really enjoyed this week's episode. Goodbye. And so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the gals guide pod. Also like us on Facebook at the gals guide and become a gal scout in our Facebook community. 
You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park